All right. Welcome back, everybody, to Freedom Friday. Hello, great, hello. Great episode, right, Grandpa? Yes, I think so. Yeah. Well, we're going to be talking about the protests we went to. We're going to talk a little bit about Christmas today. And uh -huh. uh, sit back, relax. We got a great show. So here we go. Hey, guys, welcome back to the Timmy Tom Show. Real quick, Grandpa, we're getting so shadow banned on our Instagram account. We have, oh, yeah. we have about 1,200 followers. We uh, get on average about 13 viewers for our whole story. It's absolutely ridiculous. And everybody I know who posts the same type of content we do, stuff that's off limits, is in that same boat. Yeah. Um, so the best way for you guys to help us beat that shadow ban is to take this video and share it or email it with a friend, post it on your social media, tag us. The more traffic we have, the better it will be. Right. The less apt they'll be to, to feel like they have to get rid of us. Yeah, exactly. Feel like they have to at least allow us to and try to endure us. Exactly. So that's one thing. But we went to a protest recently, didn't we? Yes, we did earlier this week. Ah. Yeah, there, there was a protest for people who were concerned, most of them were frontline people, which meant uh, firemen, policemen, uh, county uh, employees, county sheriffs, uh, and, and I, there were some nurses who were involved. But uh, all of these are people who have been affected by saying, I don't want to get what you call the vaccine. I do not yeah. want to be jabbed. And they have been told, you either jab or you suffer the consequences. And one of the consequences that, that people reported to us, some people were put on unpaid leave indefinitely. Yeah. One of the guys we talked to has been on unpaid leave since the 1st of September. Yeah. That means fact, no job, no income. Yeah. In fact, we'll throw his picture up on screen. His name was Brian. He's a, a fire firefighter with uh, Los Angeles City. Yeah. Anyway, there were there were a number of people there, and, and it was amazing because it was in the 50s, and it was a cold, hard rain, and we were meeting outdoors. We were meeting in front of a particular company, a company located in my city of Temple City, that has a unbid contract with it was the a, county. It was a no-bid contract. This company, Fulgent, does COVID testing. They want a no-bid contract with the Los Angeles County. So basically, all the county workers have to go to this company to get tested. They can't not go to anywhere else. What mm -hmm. this company does, though, is they get their information, their addresses, their social security, and their DNA from the test, and then they give that information. And the name and phone number as well. And they give all that information to China. Because mm -hmm, they're a Chinese company. Yep. Now, the fact that they got the contract without ever having to go through the bidding process means somewhere along the line, they got favoritism from the county of Los Angeles county commissioners. A little shady. As, as much as I hate to say it, uh, people are very prone to say, hey, I'll do something nice for you if you do something nice for my yeah. pocketbook. Yeah, exactly. The love of money is the root of all evil. We're told well, that by Timothy 6. If, if you're if you're getting your roof replaced, how would you like somebody to come along and say, uh, you know, I'm going to replace your roof and you're going to pay me whatever I tell you to pay me. And you can't go to other roofers and get an estimate and you can't decide on which one you want to use. 
That's what the county has done in Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. And because of, it, it would be bad enough if it were an American company, but to, to have a company that's run by, by foreign people and is giving information to a foreign country that has already said, our goal is to take over your country and to use yeah. every means possible to do it. And that's a published goal of the communist Chinese. And uh, they're doing all kinds of things to advance. They, they have decided they're going to be the number one country in the world and all countries will bow to them, yeah. particularly the United States. Exactly. So they're involved in a lot of things, things like developing certain viruses for the United States and then it using those viruses. It comes from China. Yeah. Gee, isn't that a, isn't that a coincidence? Yeah. But well, what's, what's cool about this is, you know, this guy, Brian and multiple other people just decided, Hey, we don't want our information to be sold to China. We'll go through a different company, but you're not allowing us to do that. And so we're not going to do it because they rejected a vaccine and rejected getting tested. They were placed on unpaid leave. They weren't fired. They technically couldn't fire them. They didn't do anything wrong. So they put them on unpaid leave mm -hmm. for indefinitely. That's right. That's right. There, there is a process. And everybody that we talked to personally who said that they, or that we heard, said that they were placed on uh, unpaid leave via email yeah they didn't no time did did any boss come to them and say gee i'm sorry but because you're not following the regulations we have to put you on unpaid leave they didn't they even have it by the email courage to go tell them themselves yeah they didn't have the courage to do that and then we discovered something even more interesting if you're a county employee a fireman a county sheriff or a city cop or a city employee those municipal uh, jurisdictions got money from the federal government for COVID. Yep. One of the stipulations in the contract was you get the money for COVID as long as you have 100% vaccination. If you do not, you have to pay back the millions of dollars that we gave you for COVID. Isn't that convenient for the government? What a way to make your vaccine mandates by coercion. Well... And it, it apparently works. The LA City Police, all the all the thousands of policemen who work for LA City, yeah, they have to have 100% vaccination in the police department, or they have to pay back the millions that the government's given them. Same is true in the county. This is, you know, this why is a terrible thing. Yes. You know why they want all this to be vaccinated? They want people who are going to bow down, and it's kind of like with the defund the police movement. They don't want to defund the police. They want a FBI, a Department of Justice, policemen who are woke, will do whatever their bidding is, and mm -hmm. will not have any will of their own of allegiance to something greater than the government. Being that's God. right. Right? Well, and so that's, that's exactly what they want to do with these vaccine it's mandates, is they want to have firefighters, social workers, a workforce, policemen, who will bow to whatever the government says. Right. All it's, training. It's a, it's a case, as you said, of saying the government knows best what's better for everyone. And therefore, whatever the government wants, everyone must do because we know better than anybody right. what's right for you. When you look at your history, that was the same technique that the Nazis used in Germany. Yeah. They said, we're going to control all the media. And we're going to tell people what the government wants them to hear. And sure enough, 
you had children turning in their parents for not following government regulations in Germany. Yeah. You had neighbors turning in their neighbors. It's terrible. Yeah. You know what was cool though? Uh, What's that? One of the highlights for me during the protest yeah. is we didn't get rowdy. We didn't start looting <laughs> anything. That was cool. But everybody who spoke was, we opened up in prayer. Yes. And then we did the Pledge of Allegiance. And then we sang yeah. the national anthem. And then we had people come up and speak. And everybody who spoke was either one, a believer in the Lord Jesus, or had a lot of Christian overtones in their speech and mentioned the Lord, mentioned scripture. I mean, right. it's amazing to me when I go to certain stuff like this, how prevalent the Lord is. And this, this is the reason where the spirit of the Lord is, there's liberty. That's right. And so we want liberty in all our lives. We believe that God has given us that inalienable right and you as well watching mm -hmm. and that all liberty flows downstream from culture. But honestly, all liberty flows downstream from the Lord Jesus because he is the giver of liberty. That's right. And right? the giver of life. And the giver of life. Yeah, I agree with you. I, I too am always impressed by the number of believers that we encounter every time that we, we do something uh, socially that involves uh, government direction or government misdirection. But it was there. And uh, one of the interesting things was there were there were cops across the street watching us to make sure that we were a peaceful and gentle demonstration. And I'll tell you guys, there wasn't a hint of anything unpeaceful or ungentle about the entire time we were there. And we were there for two hours in the rain and the cold outside. Yeah, it was a, it, it was a wonderful testimony. And it makes you stop and say, now, wait a minute. If the people who are spiritually right with God have this position, and I look at the people who have the opposite position, and I try to find where they are spiritually right with God, I have a terrible time finding that. Mm -hmm. I, have, I, I can't think of an in, individual or a group that I would say, yeah, they, they, they may not act right, but at least they got the spirit of God. Yeah. I don't believe they have it. Sorry. No. It, Ooh, and it's, it's really cool because it was all done in an orderly and yes. peaceful manner. Very much so. Mm -hmm. no, nobody swore. Nobody, you know, raised their fists against anybody. Nobody yeah. made foul gestures. None of that. Nobody said, let's burn the system to the ground. Let's. Yeah. Let's just, no, nothing like that. Nothing like that. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's Christmas time, and we got something yes. we want to share with you next week. However, uh, a couple of weeks ago, my grandpa shared with us this poem called One Solitary Life. Uh -huh. And I think it goes, it's very fitting because at the protest, there was only like 100 people. And you kind of forget, like, oh, well, what can, what can I do? You know, can I really make a difference? And um, this, this poem about Jesus is a really good reminder of the difference that one person can make, but also the difference you can make with the Lord and how mm -hmm. God uses things that we think are small for really big things. So just listen to this. The poem is called One Solitary Life. It was written in the, what, 1920s? In the 20s, yeah. yeah. By a newspaper man. Yep. Yeah. He was born in an obscure village, a child of a peasant woman. He grew up in another obscure village, where he worked in a carpenter shop until he was 30. He never wrote a book, never held office, 
never went to college, never visited a big city. He never traveled more than 200 miles from the place where he was born. He did none of those things, usually associated with greatness. He had no credentials but himself. He was only but himself. His friends ran away. One of them denied, denied him. He was turned over to his enemies and went through the mockery of a trial. He was nailed to a cross between two thieves. And while he was dying, his executioners gambled for his clothing, the only property he had on earth. When he was dead, he was laid and buried in a grave through the pity of a friend. 19 centuries have come and gone, and today, Jesus is the central figure of the human race and the leader of mankind's progress. All the armies that have ever marched, all the uh, navies that have ever mm -hmm. sailed, all the parliaments that have ever sat, and all the kings that have ever reigned put together have not affected the life of mankind on earth as powerfully as that one solitary life. That's what's beautiful. And if you want to tie this into Christmas, well, real quick, when it says he never, he never wrote a book, well, he kind of did. He was the word himself. <laughs> but yeah. if you want to tie this into Christmas, you look at the king of kings coming in a, a manger mm -hmm. where the animals ate out of wrapped in swaddling clothes. You can't get more humble and solitary than that. Not and true. that's the kind of God we serve who doesn't do things how we think they should always be done but takes the little things and uses the small things and the weak things to confound the wise and the strong in today's world. Right. And it's marvelous that God himself became a human child to go through all the stages of life that we go through. Yeah. So that we would know that he understands. Yeah. He's been where we are. He understands fully. He's not a God on the outside looking down and wondering what are those humans doing down there? And that's one of the things that they mentioned at the protest. They were saying, if Christ gave his life for me, mm -hmm. how can I not give mine for his? And that's why these people were willing to lose everything because they, they knew that these, these laws were wrong and they stood up to them just like the Egyptian midwives, just like Daniel, just like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Right. And they wanted to honor the Lord. And that's why they're willing to put everything on the line. And God will honor that. Amen. So what can you give up for the Lord today? What can you do for the Lord? How are you standing up for liberty? Because the biggest form of censorship, you know, we're getting shadow banned, but that's not the biggest form of censorship. The biggest form of censorship is self-censorship. So think yeah. about the ways today that you can maybe share this poem with somebody, share this video with somebody. Think about how you can stop self-censoring yourself. Sound good. Right. Well, Grandpa, you have any closing remarks? Because we're about time's up right now. Ah. Well, no, I think I think we covered a lot of good things, and uh, <clears throat> just take time. Those things it says when when the angel came to Mary, Mary heard all the things that, that Gabriel said, and and the scripture says she pondered those things in her heart. I think God wants us to do that. He tells us to do that with his word. So I think we ought to do that with all the things that, that lead us to him. We ought to ponder them and say, Lord, I, I heard this. What is my response to be in you? What do you want me to do? And it may be different than what he has somebody else do. 
because he deals with each one individually. Mm -hmm. Again, ponder these things in your heart and ask the Lord, what, what should I do? Amen. And, and with that, he'll empower you to do it. Yeah. And with that, we got a special Christmas episode for you next week. But until then, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Yeah. God bless you. See ya. I'm a question. I'm sure you run into that a lot too. How does it affect me? How does it affect me? Well, COVID has been the biggest overreach of government power ever that we've ever seen. They've come in and they've tried to strip us of our freedoms. They try to tell us how to celebrate our holidays with our families, who we can and can't see, who can go to church, who can't go to church, who can go to school, who can't go to school. The whole time they've kept strip clubs and weed dispensaries open and we're not allowed to praise God or worship God in our own way in our own houses. Come on. It's been a little disappointing to see the amount of freedoms that have been relinquished willingly. And that was under a false pretense. I don't blame those people. They thought that they would trade those freedoms in and in turn get some kind of security or safety out of that. And Benjamin Franklin was wise in saying that when you turn over your freedoms willingly for a sense of security, you're gonna end up with neither, nor do you deserve it. And that's the honest truth and that's what we're seeing. They will not give us back any freedoms that they take away. Tomorrow they're gonna to reinstitute face masks in all indoor spaces, right? When it doesn't make any sense to do that. It's just more government overreach and removal of our freedoms. They are not in charge of our freedoms. They cannot take those away. God has given us these freedoms and we're born with these rights. We have complied far too long and no more shall we do it.